Friendshipping is proud to be part of the Chicago Podcast Cooperative. This episode is sponsored by the Science Ambassador Scholarship, a full tuition scholarship for a woman seeking an undergraduate degree in science, technology, engineering, or math funded by Cards Against Humanity. You can help support the Science Ambassador Scholarship by spreading the word to as many eligible high school and college students as possible. We always want to reach more students. You can also support the scholarship financially by grabbing a science pack. All proceeds directly fund the scholarship's growing trust. Applications open in September, so next month. It's almost September. You can apply at scienceambassadorscholarship.org. This podcast is also sponsored by Cards Against Humanity, who's going to be at Fan Expo Toronto next week. If you know a famous Canadian who's going to be around who wants to co-host a comedy show with me, (laughs) have them email events at cardsagainsthumanity.com. The most famous Canadian wins. (laughs) And we'll be the judge of that. We're going to judge that. I'm Jen. Ooh, I was yawning. I'm sorry. I'm Sleepy Trin. (laughs) This is Friendshiping. And the theme this week is... Odd man out? Odd gender neutral signifying pronoun noun out. Out, odd human out. Odd human out. Friendship between humans has many benefits. But sometimes there is drama and you want to call it quits. Don't write nasty subtweets or punch them in the tits. View friendship at the problem. Benjamin Button. Trin, I poured myself coffee. Yes. And I poured it directly from the pot into my little special tin. Yeah. Uh, and it's a special tin that I spent way too much money on that, like, <laughs> keeps your coffee hot for, like, eight hours. Yes. And I don't know why, because I'm not, like, going camping. I'm never that far from coffee. I don't know why <laughs> I felt the need to spend money on this, but I bought it. So I poured it. Is that yep, it? Oh, you're looking at it. Th- it looks like it's from space. It's yeah, really nice. Yeah. Poured it, the jar of coffee, into my little special tin. Jar to tin. Jar to tin. Tin to mouth. Holy oh. shit. Bad idea. It was like pouring lava into my mouth. How Why did your I do mouth? It's all burnt up. My tongue no. feels like it's been scraped by hellfire. No, Jen. Oh. No. Oh. You need that mouth to podcast. I, no. <laughs> need it to podcast. Do you podcast with that mouth, girl? <laughs> I, I have made this uh, problem. Bef- this has happened to me before, uh, except it was not jar to tin to mouth. Yeah. It was soup directly to mouth. Oh, no. No, no in-between spoon situation. Uh, (laughs) Wait, you didn't use a spoon? Nope. I made a hot split pea soup from a little, one of those little soup cups, Uh a little dry soup cups. And and then you tilted that little soup cup directly in your mouth. I was like, I need the peas. Right now. Right now. Can't even stop for silverware. Yes. And uh, I, (laughs) I gave my tongue, like, I think... I think you would call it maybe a third degree burn or a second degree burn. What's the the blister? I got a tongue blister. Oh, God. I got a tongue blister. I got gum blisters and I got a blister in the roof of my mouth. So what I would suggest you do is this happened like not that long ago. Uh, What I suggest you do is don't be like me. Take care of yourself instead. <laughs> Maybe I uh, keep drinking that cold water. Yeah, I got water next to me and I, I just needed to whine. And now I'm just waiting for my tongue seeds to grow back. I guess. Yeah. No, I did not taste anything for like three days. Yeah. Current current mood, waiting for tongue to grow back. No. I know. Yeah, oh, that no. hurts. <laughs> I, I don't know why, but it's, okay, the three hardest things to wait to eat or drink to cool off. Coffee, pizza slash anything with hot cheese. Correct. Soup. Yes. Why is that? 
You've I don't covered something here. I, I mean, I understand the coffee one because when I pour coffee in the morning, I'm like, this is my lifeblood. I need it now. I need that hot brown. I need this hot brown soup. I need this bean water before any human being looks at me. Right. Because that's on me. <laughs> it's up. It's my responsibility to drink this as quickly as possible before another human being comes within a mile of me. It is so much more reasonable to burn your mouth with coffee than it is with split pea soup. <laughs> like, the soup is not even that good. Like, nothing I eat is that good. I've <laughs> never... I've never... <laughs> It's true. Like, Wise I don't, words from our vegan friends. I literally don't. So that's the thing. Like there's definitely there's vegan baking. There's like vegan cookbooks, all this stuff. I don't do any of that. I eat garbanzo beans from the can and then like frozen broccoli that I microwaved. That's what I eat. You saying nothing I eat is that good is the funniest thing I've ever heard. That it's is true. so endearing. It's so accurate. I eat I eat like a gross alien. Like I'm like I'm one of the people who probably should have invented Soylent. Because I just, I, that's how little I care. Oh, you should have been one of those people. Yeah, I know. Right. And, and on Earth, too, where I live, <laughs> Trin is the inventor of Soylent. But you are great at food, in my opinion. Thank you. It's a hobby. Yeah. Like, yeah. you've I've been to your house for party, and you have the best party snacks. No way. Yeah, really? you do. Yeah. Thank you. I think that, so listeners, listen. So take, take some advice from Jen. Friendshiping quick tip, Ooh. which we do on the Do Friendship Twitter, but now I'm doing it live on this podcast recorded. This is going to be like six days old when it gets you. Um, <laughs> the I think the correct party snack breakdown is, and this is like a 20 plus party snack breakdown, cut fruit, crunchies, dips, mm. which as we've said before, like if you don't have a dip array at your gathering, I'm leaving. Yeah. If there's no mush for me to put on these crunchies. Yeah, I'm rocking. When I walk into your house, I'm going straight for the dip. And if I can't find it immediately, I'm out. So the four food groups, fresh, because that can be vegetables or fruit in my fresh. opinion. Fresh, crunchies, mushes, and beverages, bevies. Yeah. Yeah. Question. Do yes. the crunchies need to be salty? I feel that having a, an array of salty, savory crunchies is the way to go. Yes. Agreed. Yes. Maybe one's a little spicy. Yeah. Yeah. Let's spice it up. Yeah. We both just danced when we said the word spicy. We did like, it was just like a little shoulder shimmy. thing. A little shimmy. It was very white lady. Yeah. It couldn't have been whiter in that moment. Yeah. I didn't think we could get whiter, <laughs> but we just did. And if you want to add a fifth of the sweets, then you can. I don't typically do sweets. Sometimes I'll bring an or Sweets should be left up to the guests. Completely agree. That's what happened at that party you were yeah. at. Yeah. 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 The yeah. baking friends in my group brought the sweets. Yeah. The host savories mm -hmm. the guests sweeties oh the guests are sweeties <laughs> <laughs> um i heard that we that askers uh sent us questions in the email jen we have a lot of questions we have a backlog of questions but i've been going from the top i just decided like hey it's my podcast i'm going to answer the most recent questions so if you just ask this question you're surprised that you're getting it right now <laughs> boom baby here we go hi friendship friends that's really cute I was just automatically put into a Facebook group that consists of a lot of my old high school alumni. Ugh. After going through the list of members, I realized that a lot of the people on there didn't know who I was or didn't care about me. While there are some great people in there, as a whole, I feel like this group will be high school all over again. The cool kids making all these plans and us drama geeks getting ignored. Is it rude of me to leave the group? Should I give the group a chance? Leave the group! Just leave the group. Leave the group. Leave the group. Get out of there. Yeah, click it. Get out of there. I would click that leave the group button so quickly I'd give myself whiplash. You're not getting anything out of this. Um, and also consider deleting Facebook also. I think that's really all we have to say. Leave the group. Leave the group. Leave the group. Consider deleting Facebook. Go look at a tree. Yeah. 
pet a dog. Feel the wind. Play with a baby. Play with a baby. Kiss a baby on the top of the head with consent. Get in your car. Drive until you see water. Get out. <laughs> Till the land. If you're interested in reliving high school, uh, just grow a little acne and uh, <laughs> blast some dashboard confessional. Yeah, that's about as close to high school as you want to get. Question two? Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, guys. Should I read the compliment? Yeah, you should read the fucking compliment. Hey, guys. Thanks for all the hard work you do. You're welcome. Your podcast has really helped me. Guess what? It helps us, too. I was wondering if you could help me out with an issue I'm having. We'll try. <laughs> Lately, I've been struggling with my anger more than usual, and I've been taking it out on my roommate and my boyfriend. A huge part of my anger is coming from the trouble I'm having with our new roommate. He was very sheltered growing up, and this is his first time living away from his parents. He's only a few years younger than my boyfriend and I, but he has no idea how basic kitchen equipment works, let alone how to clean anything. Yes, I realize I could have a way worse roommate. I mean, he keeps to himself and pays rent on time, but every little thing he does now drives me up a wall. I'm having an extremely hard time confronting my housemates, so that's the roommate and the boyfriend, about whatever issues we might be having. Making sure you wash your plate before you put it in the dishwasher, how we'll split food, etc. We've tried to hold house meetings before, but it ends up with me storming out of the apartment and crying in my car in an empty parking lot somewhere. Oh, we've all been there. Mm -hmm. I get frustrated and I'm really hard on myself. I've always had a short fuse, but now it seems to be getting worse. I ended up getting into a fight with my boyfriend last night about it, and even now I'm struggling to find the words to describe my frustration. I use a coping method in times like this by zoning out and forgetting most of the conversation, which is kind of a toxic way to go about dealing with this. Is there a way I can control my anger and express my feelings in a healthy way? How can I be better with my roommate? I still have several months living with him, and my boyfriend is good friends with him. I feel like it's me versus them all of the time. I'm seeing a therapist at the moment, but there's only so much you can talk about in an hour. Oh, oh man, I have a lot to say and think about this question. There's so many feelings here. The first sentence that made me, that caught my eye is, lately I've been struggling with my anger more than usual. And after hearing all of that, I just want to say, of course you're angry. Yeah. I am angry for you. We read this question and we were just getting angry, like being like, can you believe this? Yeah. You yeah. know, I doubt your anger is the problem. Yeah. And so it's uh, a problem. Yes. And especially if you if you say like, I have a short fuse, you know yourself better than we do. And we are so glad you're seeing a therapist because uh, this sounds like something that you're definitely going to want to at least talk to a professional about. And you close this, I think, uh, feeling pretty negatively about the speed of therapy. But the thing is, is that therapy can be a slow fix. Please don't give up. Yeah, man, it took me a long time to get, quote unquote, good at therapy. And by good, it means by good. I mean, it took me a long time to be like, oh, hey, I'm actually here because of my mom. I know I've been <laughs> I know I've been dancing around this for like 12 weeks, but that's actually why I'm here. Like, I couldn't even say those words. So I love that. You, I love that trend. Therapy can be a slow fix. So so listen to your therapist. We're going to give you suggestions, but please listen to your medical professional before you listen to us. And this is true for anybody who ever asks a question or maybe you get advice from us answering somebody else's question. If you're seeing a medical professional, you can always talk to them about the advice that you've been given and find some kind of like hybrid chimera kind of solution between everything 
because we can see this from the outside perspective, which is helpful. But your therapist will see this from an inside perspective um, and having more um, context to what you are feeling. So here's us. <laughs> here's us. And we're very angry for you. Yeah. It sounds like you have this outside person. So this roommate who is basically making all these shared spaces in your apartment into a nightmare. Because here's the thing. Like, if you have a roommate, you can't make them clean their room. Unless it's like making bugs come in the whole house. That's true. That's the only way. Other than that, like, if their room is a nightmare, like, just have them close the, the bedroom door. Right. But if they are leaving the kitchen a mess, the living room, the bathroom, that's not fair. You know, in a way, when you make a mess in somebody else's space or a shared space, it's like you are marking your territory. It's like you're pissing all over it and rubbing the velvet off your antlers and saying, this is mine. I get to leave my shit here. It's saying, I don't care what you think about this. This is mine. I don't care about your comfort. I don't care about the things that you have told me like make you comfortable. I am going to leave my beer bottles in the uh, the shower. Has happened to me. And you said they're sheltered and they've never lived without their parents before. We knew that. We <laughs> knew that already. But thank you for providing context. But like, okay, there are definitely people that are messy, and there are people that don't see mess. That's fine. That's a type of human. But then there's people that are shitty roommates. Yes. I mean, even this person sounds, um, and we know the gender from the context of the question, this guy sounds like he's mean to his parents. Like, what kind of, even like a teenager, you don't, every time you leave a mess, you create work for somebody else. So this person has lived his life expecting his mommy or his daddy or his family to clean up after him. Like, they're not an adult. Yeah, they're not living on planet grown-up. No. And we very rarely make this designation because there are all kinds of ways to be an adult. We don't care if you live in an apartment or a house or with your family or like in a tent. It it doesn't matter. Like being an adult isn't something that you earn. But part of being an adult is taking responsibility for yourself and leaving a mess for somebody else to clean up is not adult behavior. Yeah, man, just like plus seven to that. Totally agree. (laughs) Seven. So you talked about your anger issues. Like this is like a two-parter kind of. Like you want to you want to work on your short fuse and you also want to fix your roommate. But I don't okay. Trin, we we rarely say shit like this, but I don't think you can you can like fix it. I don't think so either. I don't think you can fix the conflict with your roommate. Like we could give you scripts, we could tell you some conflict management ideas, we could tell you how to maybe run your family meetings. But, like, we're not going to. <laughs> right, We're not right. going to. Do you know why? Because of the situation, living situation doesn't change. I have no faith that your roommate will change. Yeah. I mean, if you've already experimented with making chore lists and having family meetings and things like that, which it sounds from the context of the question that you've tried different solutions, uh, then it, and I don't think they're going to change. And the, the situation is so different when this is somebody you're in a long-term relationship with. So if you are talking to us about your boyfriend... You guys plan to, or at least we, we assume that you do, you plan to have a life together no matter how long that may be or whatever. So, so finding a long-term solution for that is easier because you know that you are investing into something for the future. With this outside party, this roommate situation, which you said he's good friends with the boyfriend, great. You are not his good friend. You guys should not live together after this. Like, you need, after this move on yeah it's it's done so yeah like you you investing in teaching him how to clean is a waste of your time it should not be your job or your responsibility 
I really like the distinction between like living partner and just like roommate that's crappy. Yeah. I think that's important because like when you're when you have a partner or partners, it's like you the both of you or all of you against the problem. Yes. But in this case, it's you and the mess and the roommate and you're in and you're like the person here who's trying to fix everything. Yeah. And teach people how to clean. Well, and sidebar, when I talk about partners, I don't even necessarily mean like a sexual or romantic partner. Um, you could have you could live with your best friend since childhood and you say, hey, I'm investing in this. Yep. I want to live together for a while. Let's find a solution for us to work on. But if you don't even like the guy, like there's no reason to find common ground. Agreed. So uh, most of our solutions are how to weather the mess for the next several months until you can find a new roommate or find a new place for you and your boyfriend. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. We're, we're going in. I wonder if we're making this asker really upset. <laughs> so here's the thing, though. I think that probably they're listening to this and being like, yeah, I'm angry. Yeah, I am angry. Here's the thing. I am. I think I'm OK with them embracing that anger in this moment and feeling justified. Because so here's the thing, like if you are working on your anger issues and you're maybe you're if you're hitting them or you're being abusive in some way, like that is very different. And that is something you work on with your therapist. But if it's the um, I cry alone in my car situation, that means that you are just getting emotional because of a situation in which I feel you are being used. I yes, I agree. They are making her the mom. The mom. Yeah. You're parenting these two. Yeah. And it's garbage. And that's and, unfair. And you didn't sign up for that. No. And I, I know you didn't complain about your boyfriend cleaning, but the fact that he seems to be siding and teaming up with the roommate who doesn't is so garbage. Three is actually a crowd. It, it actually is. It's yeah. an odd number, which means uneven teams. And the truth is your boyfriend should be on your team, even if he's someone who's like conflict diverse. Like he's someone that's not interested in like getting nitty gritty because he doesn't technically live there or whatever. Kind of sounds like he does. He should be on your team. Oh, yeah. No, no. It yeah. seems to be that the three of them live together. Yeah. But he sounds like he's signing, siding with the dude that's never seen a blender. It's so weird. Why would you do that? I don't understand. Like, what is what does the boyfriend say about this is what I wonder. Because they're living with the good friend of the boyfriend. Is it like saying, babe, babe, it's no big deal. Babe, babe, chill out. Babe, it's going to be fine. Like, whatever, man. Ah, uh, dude, like, I know she can get really weird when you, like, leave your dishes in the bathtub or whatever, but, like, <laughs> she'll be okay. She's just on the rag. Like, that's what uh... I'm picturing this dude is like. I'm sorry for trashing your boyfriend right now. Let's trash your boyfriend for now, and you can forgive him on your own later. We're so mad at both of these people. Man, because you said my fuse is short, and it's getting shorter. Fucking listen to that, okay? There's uh, a silly documentary that I love called The September Issue. It's about the September issue of Vogue. It's really silly, but really interesting. Anyway, someone in that documentary said it was time to get out of the situation because I was getting angry and I was getting angrier and angrier. And they had to leave. Yeah. yeah. Your anger is, is not like misplaced. And I really hope no one in this situation is thinking that you're like nagging. Yeah. And there is definitely a situation in which maybe the asker is an extremely, extremely clean person. Uh, but there's there's things that are reasonable and things that are unreasonable. OK, so it's reasonable to make dinner and then maybe not clean up until after like you've eaten and like watched a movie or whatever. Yes. It's also reasonable to be like, hey, I'm sorry I haven't taken the garbage out or I'm sorry I haven't done this chore. It's because I'm studying for this test. Right. It's reasonable for somebody to like maybe trim their beard over the sink and there's a few hairs left. I mean, like they should clean up the bulk of them, but hairs are small and sometimes they get in places. 
So there's there's a reasonable amount of change that maybe you can make and, and like find and be less annoyed with the situation. But generally in a living situation, it is easiest to default to the cleanest person in the situation. That's a good rule. It is. And I, I say this as being somebody who has I've lived with a bunch of different roommates over my time. And I've been the messy one and I've also been the clean one. And defaulting to clean means that we feel ready for company most of the time, because that's the other thing is that if you're living with a a messy roommate, they are placing restrictions on how you feel comfortable presenting this to your guests, too. Yeah. Yes. Or like having your parents over. Right. Or or even just relaxing. I mean, like, that's the thing. So I can say with authority because I just moved out to. Oh, my God, you guys. I just moved out of this apartment and the lights didn't really work. The refrigerator didn't work for like three months. It was just bug city. And all my new apartment had to do to just just exceed my wildest dreams is to not have several species of bugs just colonizing in it. And I got to say, like when your home is like your refuge and you're like an introvert like me. That was really hard. And I've only lived in this new place 24 hours and I feel like I'm on fucking vacation. Oh, my God. I know. So what I'm saying is I can say with authority that if you have anger issues that are outside of this and greater than this, that that I get it. And that's something you work on with your therapist. But this is such a very specific to aggravating the something inside of you. Oh, my God. My mental health is definitely tied to what my apartment feels like. Right. It's not just like presenting to guests. It's how you feel, how you can relax in your space. Yeah. When do you get to relax ever if they're, you're always surrounded by chores that need to be done? Yeah. Chores that you didn't set up for yourself. Yeah. Like, so it's unreasonable for your roommates to leave beer bottles in the shower. I know I keep on bringing that up because this happened to me. It is reasonable to leave a couple of dishes in the sink until morning. That happens sometimes to anybody, even very clean people. I think that there is some common ground to make, and, and you do need to do some like uh, self-searching to see what you can deal with. But ultimately, it's a home. It's your home that you're paying money for. Trin, you, had, you have this ultimate test that we talked about that I just love. I do. Okay, this is such a good test to determine... If you're the parent in this situation, are you the parent? Are you the mama? Are you the mama? Are you the maid service? Were you hired to clean this house? Yeah. Were you hired without getting paid to clean this house? Jen, before we go into the ultimate test, Jen and I wanted to have a little sidebar. Oops. Uh, Oopsie. We made a mistake. We've been gendering the asker as a woman when we actually don't know that. And that's our own internal biases because we've been seeing that this person has a boyfriend and they're the two men are like, you know, siding together or whatever. That's not necessarily the case. This person could be non-binary, could be male. Um, so we apologize for that. And we're going to use um, gender nonspecific pronouns for the asker from here on out. Yeah. Sorry about that. Sorry, guys. Uh, folks. <laughs> <laughs> See, Leave that. That was cute. We all fuck up. <laughs> uh, OK, so the ultimate test is this. Um, this was given to me by my therapist. Ooh. Passed uh, down when I was trying to figure out whether or not I should leave a relationship. Uh, and I, I will never forget this. My therapist said to me, does your partner know where the vacuum cleaner is? Does your partner know what cleaners to use in the bathroom and which ones to use in the kitchen? Does your partner know where the garbage bags are? Do they know where the laundry machines are in your building? If they don't even know where stuff is, 
then you are the parent. Then you're the parent. You, yeah. You're the cleaning service. That's what you are. Because if they, you don't even, if they're not even taking enough responsibility to learn where you keep things or to read on the bottle or to, uh, if you guys have a rule, like we use these rags on the bathroom and these on the dishes, because that's pretty gross if you fuck those up. It means that they've never even considered, they've never used any of their brain. They've used never, they've never given any thought to even trying. I just feel like that's disrespectful to assume that somebody else will do the thing so much that you're not even making a mental note of where you keep the mop. Isn't that insane? That's insane. <laughs> I'm angry. I'm too. So, Trin, what are, we, what are our solutions for this person? Oh, gosh. I mean, so for me, I feel like this person needs to look to the future. And I feel like they need to narrow down with their partner what the future is going to look like. Because it doesn't seem like a livable situation unless you decide that you are going to be the unpaid teacher, counselor, and parent of your roommate. And so I think there's conversations to be had with the boyfriend because, like, that, that's super necessary because the boyfriend should be on your side. And if you think that you want to be long-term enough with this boyfriend to live together in the future, then it's time to say, how do we deal with this in the next place where we live? without this person. Right. How do we deal with this in the future? Because it's going to be a shared space. Shared. We're going to share the workload. We're going to share the chores. Right. It's not going to default to me. You don't want in your next place to all the chores to default to you again. Right. And I really think that in the next several months where you have to deal with this roommate, and I am so sorry that you have to deal with them for the next several months. And that is something I think, again, that's what therapists can help with is dealing with the day-to-day anger. But I think that some of that could even be alleviated by saying like, oh, what if we look at a new place? What if we like make plans for the future? What if, um, hey, hey, boyfriend, what if I'm like fanning myself thinking about this? What if we invest in a steam mop when they leave? Trin loves her steam mop. I fucking love my steam mop, guys. Like my mom got me one for Christmas and it was the best present I've ever received. So our advice, make a timeline of when you'll start packing. Yeah. Look at new places. Start looking way ahead of time and then be ready to go. Look at Craigslist and start getting an idea of, of like when you can get out. I, I also think you should consider budgeting for a for real cleaning service, like a professional one, to help you when it's time to move. Right. Because you, you already know how it's going to be when you move. You're going to have a thousand things to do and then you're going to have a thousand more things when your other roommate doesn't pitch in. Yeah. Get a jar, and every time you're angry at your roommate, put a dollar in it. And oh, and maybe after the course of seven months, you'll have like the 90, 100 bucks it would cost to get a professional cleaning of your space. Yeah, and maybe maybe the other roommates will split the cost with you. Yeah. I doubt it, but maybe. <laughs> the other thing is like maybe you won't move out with your boyfriend on your own. Um, brainstorm, maybe one of your friends will take that extra room. Oh, yeah. Like maybe, um, like, do you mean like leaving before the lease is up? So so there's a couple of ways that they could work this out. So either the asker and their boyfriend move out to a new space or they stay in their old space and their roommate leaves and they get a reasonable person to take that room. I see. Yes. Right. So so you can brainstorm new places, but you can also brainstorm new roommates. <laughs> Start brainstorming new roommates. Oh, man. Wouldn't it be so beautiful? So um, I had a crazy roommate situation for a while. And my name was on the lease and um, my sane roommate slash current best friend was also on the lease. And we had, we had a couple of weirdos filter out. And then I remember um, 
so we, we lived with one, one lady who just didn't work out. It was like just conflict of personality. And we had this person who was just super mean, <laughs> who lived with us for a while. I remember, I mean, even like a month in to this awful person living with us, we would daydream about having another friend living in that room. Oh. And it really pulled us through. Oh, really? It, oh, good. It really did. And then finally, my ex-roommate slash best friend, his friend moved in. And it was, it was like, it was like, like the world had been lifted off our shoulders. Like, I can't tell you how, how much I empathize with you, Asker, because I've, I've sincerely been there. I've had many different living situations over my life. And when you finally live with people you get along with, it's, it's just like, it's like being on vacation all the time. Yeah, it's like summer camp. It's beautiful. Yeah, I've, I've sort of been in a similar situation in that I moved, for, I moved out from someone I shouldn't be living with to two people that I ended up living with for two and a half years. And it was blissful and there was no fighting or... Yeah. It was just like... It's, it cut my, I will say this, living with someone I shouldn't have been living with into living with someone I wanted to live with was like cutting my depression in half. Yeah, it's absolutely. It's unreal. Um, there's just so much mental and emotional energy wrapped up in where you live and where you can sleep and where you can shower and masturbate. And okay? feel comfortable and safe. And smoke. And masturbate. And drink wine. Where are you going to masturbate? And masturbate. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so the end conclusion for this is, one, if you have separate anger issues, those are things you work out with your therapist. If you're being abusive, if you are uh, being vengeful um, uh, because of your anger, um, that's something that we can't really help you with. But um, we hope that you recognize and you are not you're not a lost case. You're not beyond help. You will work this out first. Yes. Second, this roommate sucks. You don't have to fix them. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> Uh, and three, like uh, on the day to day, it may help you in your mental state to think about that time in the future where they will be gone. Because I, I bet that they did not sign in blood to be bonded to your soul for life. Nope. No. You'll never have to clean up their toilet mess again. Oh, God. In several months. So, Jen, we, we still have a couple of questions left, like, on this topic. So I feel like we just wrapped up part one of a two-part series of being the odd man out, odd person out, odd alien out. I was just going to let you keep going. Odd. I think, hybrid. you know what we should do? No. We should. <laughs> Almost never. We should <laughs> keep going, but not really. No, I get it because, like, I don't want anybody to listen to me for a full hour ever. No, no one, no one needs that. No one needs that. No one needs to hear us for that long. So we're going to give you a break and come back next week, right? But we're going to still be in the same room. All right, let's wrap this up before we get confused. We're getting very loopy. I think the meta ness of this episode, people aren't going to care about it. No, (laughs) I think you're totally right about this. I think we're going to be like, okay. It's cool that you guys are in the same room, but we don't know that because I'm in the car going to work and I don't give a shit. That's what they're going to do. So uh, we'll see you next week slash later this day when we go to part two of Odd Person Out. Uh, so this has been Friendshiping with Jen and Trin. You can find us on Twitter at Do Friendship. You can email us your questions at friendshippingpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Soon in the next couple of weeks on our website, we will have our friendship postcards for sale. Mm. Thank you to Molly Lewis for our theme song. Thank you to Lauren Gallagher, who designed all of our design work. Thank you to Ian Parman for editing. Thank you to Alex Cox for always dealing with our garbage in the studio. Thank you for listening. 
Yo, you're welcome for talking. You friendship at the problem.